Josh Johnson Show. Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host, fellow stand-up comedian, Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I am doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah. It's a yeah. nice day. I'm excited for today because we haven't done this in a long time. Yeah. We about to open up the mailbag. That was me getting getting out real physical letters. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. people send in. That you'll you'll start reading now, and then you'll pass some to me, even though we're not in the same state, and then I will read them off paper as well. Yes, we haven't done a mailbag episode in a while, and I will say, just as a little tease, um, I have some emails rounded up of just things people have sent in. Uh, we also have some dangling threads of uh, some, a couple of our last episodes had active mysteries in them. That we did want to know what the the listeners thought what happened. So I also have a couple of uh, we have a couple of episodes we're gonna have to maybe just um, you know kind of recount what happened in them quickly and then get into some of these uh, I, don't, I guess some of our our amateur sleuths we'll call them. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, let's go ahead and start with this one uh, just because this is the one I I told you that we just got that made you laugh because uh, the <laughs> this is from. Uh, from Zion, and uh, the subject line is, Logan isn't black? <laughs> it just says, howdy, hey there, Logan, and Mr. Johnson. All right, let's not. I don't know why you always feel the need to take that. me down a peg. Look, I, let's, I, I just, didn't I just say don't, it. I, I wasn't upset with you. I just, I don't know why suddenly we're going we're gonna to start putting a mister on it. Um, I've been binging the show for many moons now, and I gotta say, you kids got some spunk. Oh, I forgot to mention this was this email is from the 1940s. <laughs> My friend who put me onto the show said it's a podcast about two black guys telling wacky stories to each other. So for like a month of listening, I thought Logan was a brother, and when he said he was white, I thought he was. I thought that was an ongoing bit. So when I first saw an actual picture of Logan, it was a bit of a shock. Uh, then I felt stupid for not knowing earlier. But I still love the podcast. You both are stellar at what y'all do. Um, best Zion. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't... I feel like it from the beginning, it's just like... I feel like we called out I was white. I don't think... Yeah, I guess I don't so. Think there was, I don't think we were ever coy about it, were we? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't I don't think we were and I I feel like we've also really pointed out lots of like white activities that you're into. Very white things. And then yeah. where you are and just I don't know. <laughs> but also I I definitely respect the fact that someone would have to they would have to go very far back. We've been doing the show for so That's long true. now that something that true. we feel like is obvious to us that we mentioned early on might also to someone else be new information no that's true oh actually i tell you what while you're looking for the one that you want me to read i Mm. was hanging out with eagle um i was hanging out with eagle yesterday and we were on the train and i we had to switch cars which is which is crazy because eagle's like from new york so the fact that eagle wanted to switch cars i was like we should definitely do it (laughs) and and when we walked in there was a guy who we're pretty sure was very high we are positive that he was deeply deeply high and the stare that he had 
was insane. And at first I thought he was staring at the directions for, <laughs> I thought he was staring at the directions for the train, like, you know, what stop was next. Mm-hmm. But, but, and he looked too freaked out, right? And then, <laughs> and then he wasn't just looking straight up. Like what you're imagining in your head right now is probably someone looking up, like on the bus, the way you look up at a bus sign or something. Mm-hmm. He was not. This man was looking through the bars of, of <laughs> you know, like when you sit down and there's those bars that you can lean on if you're mm-hmm. standing. He's yeah. looking through those past okay. us at the at the top of the train, like the ceiling of the train, and never blinked. And so the eagle's like, this is crazy. We should probably get off at the next stop because he just looked like somebody who was revving up to be crazy, right? Oh, then yeah, he was charging. We we switch cars, and then the dude that got on the car after one stop was so much crazy. Like, so you know, like my bit that I did my special, it was like oh, yeah, yeah. it was like that, except they weren't in the same train car. Because then this guy gets on, he's drinking maybe a four local. Like it, it just I don't I don't know what it actually was, <laughs> but it was a huge right. can. It was one of those cans that might as well be forty ounces, right? Right, a giant, colorful can of mystery juice, and and he's drinking it, and he it's clearly full. It's I can't tell if it's full or it's empty, but he's sipping so delicately that I'm like, he either isn't sure if he wants to even drink it, or he's trying to get the very last drop, and he would get out of his seat and squat to sip. And this was every time. <laughs> every time this man wanted to take a drink, because he was talking to himself the rest of the time. But then anytime he would, so I'm talking to Eagle, and we're just going back and forth. And then this dude will out of nowhere stand up, squat, and dip, like dip the can towards his lips. And that's why I'm like, this is either empty or it's so full. It's crazy. So he's, he's already sitting. He's already sitting. He stands up to squat. He will stand up to do a horse stance to (laughs) sip the can. And then he was clearly making people uncomfortable. So people started, every stop, people started getting up and and either moving to a different part of the car or switching cars or just getting off because it was their stop. And anytime somebody walked away from him, he got furious. He gets so mad. Really? Yeah, this woman got up and then w- walked away, and he just goes, see, that's that bullshit I'm talking about. And it's like, you weren't saying anything. There's no way you could be talking about this. You weren't saying anything. See, that's that bullshit that I was already talking about. And so then, e- and, and luckily, Eagle and I are far enough away that, he doesn't even seem to notice us. At one point, I thought he looked at me, and then Eagle specifically was like, Josh, you're going to need to stop. You're going to need to stop looking at him. You're going to need to stop looking at him. You need to stop looking at him because he's going to look over here. You need to stop looking at him. Ooh, and no, my man, my man was like furious the entire, the, in, <laughs> the entire train ride that we were in the car with him. Anytime somebody walked away, oh. he'd be like, Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. But like, <laughs> but he's not. He seems, he seems to know. <laughs> he seems to get it, but he's also Why? not talking in between. You know. 
Oh my god. That's so he'll just be he was just yelling stuff at people as they walked away from him. Because he got uh, so it wasn't that crowded of a train, but it was enough to right. where everyone was sitting down. <sighs> so then when he sat down, obviously the person next to him is like, That's not I'd rather stand and they got up and walked away. And the person that got up and walked away that was that was sitting next to him, he was like, Okay, stay ready. <laughs> does it, what does that mean? Because no one was saying anything. <laughs> It was it was actually like the most nonsensical and I wish he was drunk. Ooh. He didn't even seem drunk. Ooh. He actually seemed like um oh. I okay, this doesn't make just sense. Seemed, he just seemed in his natural state. This doesn't make sense, but it felt like he was drinking shrooms. Cuz he was acting okay. He wasn't acting drunk. You know what I mean? He wasn't mm-hmm. like slurring gotcha. or anything yeah. and he was uh, he had enough balance oh. to squat on the train several times. So <laughs> that it's visual is... dude. <laughs> it's so it was so jarring. It that's so these. St- <laughs> I don't know why that pleases me so much. It's so it's so it pleased you because you weren't there for sure. I wasn't there. I sure was far more confused. But just the thought of someone of someone sitting holding a drink, standing up. To delicately squat and take a sip is so adorably crazy. You know what I mean? Because it's like clearly is clearly weird, but it's also like kind of cute. I don't. (laughs) It's also weird because it was like he he very much seemed like he wanted to fight, for sure. And he seemed like he wanted to fight to the point where I was like, I think he would throw that can, and that can will knock somebody out. Because it was also one of the biggest cans I've seen in a long time. It was like, think about an Arizona iced tea and double the size. It was it was like... Oh, geez, okay. Yeah, it was huge, man. That's why I'm saying it felt like it was a 40, but in an aluminum can. That's that's like the canisters they used to use at banks. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's huge. Yeah. I don't know where he got it. Good Lord. That's amazing. Well, here, I just sent you... This is just uh, two short emails. Uh, uh, <laughs> kind of on topic here. Okay. All right. So, we have two <laughs> We have two emails from Connor, and the title is Trains. Well, I'm never riding trains. <laughs> Josh trying to identify who got him sick gave me secondhand anxiety. <laughs> Very fair. Very fair. And uh, on that second, note, second email. Oh yeah. Also, I love that the show is a mystery show now. <laughs> Every now and then, we gotta solve a mystery, and that's a great way to segue into our first uh, mystery. We need to talk about um, from the episode about what got Josh sick, because um, you were you got quite sick, mm-hmm. and there were. Three suspects for that day. Um, these were the options I gave. Were first off was coughing guy because there was a man. He was just walking back and forth like open mouth coughing, right? Mm-hmm. Just a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, my next option was towel wizard. If you want to briefly just explain towel wizard. Uh, okay, so yeah the the guy was wrapped in towels. Had had his his clothes was towels. 
and <laughs> his clothes was towel. And at one point, he was trying to get my attention, and he snapped a towel in my face, like wafted the towel in mm. my face. And so that could have been it. The spores that were definitely on the towel could have gone Mm -hmm. onto or in me. Yes. And then the third option was uh, the crack. Because a man smoked crack at you. Yeah. Yeah. He did a a crack at you. Yeah. Yeah. So he took a crack at me and (laughs) um, that could have been it. Yeah. Um, So... We did put a poll in there of just who who do you think got Josh sick? Um, who do you think won, Josh? Um, I'll say uh, I'll say the towel guy. Towel wizard is actually last place in the voting. Wow, maybe it's because they couldn't see it. Maybe because they couldn't see it. Number yeah. one was coughing guy. Mm-hmm. Which then though is interesting that. <laughs> That the crack was the second most. Because mm-hmm. coughing guy was 52% of the vote. Crack guy, or not even crack guy, just the crack was 32% um, of the vote. So mm. I think part of that was people maybe just wanting you to maybe have tried a little crack. <laughs> but it's also the the obvious, the obvious thing is probably the coughs. Probably the coughs. But we do know you did breathe in some crack, also. Yeah, but I, I, I was, I was breathing in way more towel spores than I did crack. Because remember, I specifically oh, was okay. holding my breath while that person was exhaling. Okay. And I held my breath for as long as I could. But but towel towel spores, you just you caught raw. Yeah, because I couldn't have known. Right, I couldn't no, have known true. that was about to happen. At least if someone is putting a a flame under a pipe, you, you know you know something's about to happen. You, you can mentally prepare yourself. You for... can draw a pretty consistent conclusion about what's going to happen next. That's if someone true. That's is just true. wearing towels and walking past you, there's no mm-hmm. there's no end to the guesses of what could happen next. That's true. I yeah. Did you feel sick for another day or two, or did you did you get better after that? After was we it just talked, that day? after we I, no, after we talked, I was sick for one or two more days, I think. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and read another one. Mm-hmm. All right. So this comes to us from Mister Meeseeks. Okay, you've heard of Mister Steal Your Girl. <laughs> This is well, Mr. Yeah, it, looks, it looks like in the email they're Delante, but they're. <laughs> this is Mr. Me Seeks, all right? Mr. Me Seeks. And the title. He was a character from Rick and Morty, I think. The title is Special Gene. <laughs> hey, Josh and Logan. It's Delante again. After hearing Josh talk about a special gene, about people being able to sleep for like two hours and being able to physically function, it made me think maybe I may have that gene. I literally went to sleep around 11 a.m. and woke up around 1 and had energy for the rest of the day. From entertaining my family to doing my overnight job, sick discovery. P.S. My bad about the crude email I sent previously about taking back a giving gift. I spoke as if I was sending a text message and I heard how confused Logan was when he read it. <laughs> that's yeah, like, that's okay. 
that is okay. And I the ones where I can tell like they're they're written as if they're like a text to speech or like speech to text are always like a little because people don't like you talk differently when you want to just get the information into a text. Yeah, but, yeah. No, we no, we I, talked about that on an episode, and I'm I'm not only jealous, I'm terrified of someone who has that gene where they can sleep like two hours a night and actually be rested mm -hmm. because they just have to be a little bit evil and they could ruin your whole life. Because you think about it, you out here, maybe you think you can afford enemies, but you need Mm -hmm. a whole lot of sleep that they don't need. True. So now you maybe you can even be evil back, but now you'll never catch up. You'll never catch up. They can send six hours more emails than you. That's true. Every day. You know who would be a truly, uh, you know, I guess troubling person to have that type of gene? Hmm. Someone who lives that brotivation life. Yeah, because brotivation s- is already 24-7. That's so if saying, you're really you- out here 22-7? Bro, mm-hmm. you got you got, you got got a hustle bro on, the, on that special sleep gene? Mm-hmm. God damn! Yeah, that's why that guy's posting reels all night. <laughs> that's why it was given to you so you could go get it. That's right. You that's know, right? Hashtag Please believe. Blessed. Please believe. If you have that gene and you are not absolutely grinding your teeth down to the gum, you're wasting it. Yeah, man. It, you're wasting it. Had... What are you doing? Two hours asleep a night and you watching cartoons? Just watching nine hours of fucking YouTube. What's just, wrong with you? What's wrong chilling. with you? Getting that working a down. nine to five and you only need two hours of sleep. You need to be working a nine to nine. <laughs> I do also, I you know, this is the, maybe their schedule because I said, because what did, what did Delante say here? I literally went. So 11 a.m. and woke up around one, had energy for the rest of the day. Overnight job. Okay, so they have an overnight job. I was gonna because when you first read it, there was a quick moment of being like, "But did they sleep also?" Because then that's just a nap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, this person is confusing with just a nap would be. But no, an overnight job, especially I've done some overnight jobs. Those those like can really screw up your whole like orientation to like the world. Yeah, and with an overnight job, outside of having a shift or like. Outside of having one of those government jobs like firefighter or cop or something like that that, mm-hmm. that causes you to have an overnight shift, unless you're working at like a convenience store, most overnight gigs are actually very boring. Super boring. So it's like yeah. the fact that you slept all day to have energy for this, I think also really messes with people. Yeah. Because now you're having energy to stay awake to probably just watch Netflix behind a desk. Like yeah. if you're a night watchman and you're just doing security and you only have to do rounds once an hour, you got to do six rounds total. You only got to be awake for like eight minutes of the entire shift. I don't know. Yeah, That's pretty, that, that would lull me to sleep. That's why anytime you see it's nighttime and the security guards asleep and stuff like that. And people come down the security guard. I'm like, y'all you ever just, you ever just sat, just sit, (laughs) 
Nothing you just else. Get that, you ever just get that good sit? You ever just sit awake for nine hours? For nine it hours. It will not happen. And yeah, and I, the people I've known who've had like overnight security shifts is usually just at a building where there just needs to be someone on duty. And yeah, like they have to do they have to do a lap every hour or some shit. Maybe even more less than that. Those, you know, so it's like you're not buzzing people in. There was this dude. <laughs> there was this dude in Louisiana who he worked at a um, what was it? What building was it? It wasn't a government building, but it was like a a corporate building and he quit the night like night of his shift he quit right mm-hmm. and he actually got questioned by the police because he went ahead and quit and called and told him he quit right because okay. on security camera he saw the place getting getting robbed so it's like it's like three guys on this one camera breaking in to the building so that he was mm-hmm. like he called up his boss he was like hey i gotta go I quit, and then he just left. And he and he he did tell them like, "Hey, someone's breaking in," but he was also like, "I'm not gonna do anything about that." Like, wait, a this minute. is okay. bullshit. I quit. No, okay. When you first started that, I thought he quit, and then the place just happened to get broken too. No, he no, no. Quit. <laughs> he quit. He quit because he saw them on the camera. He quit because he finally had to do his job. Yeah, no, okay, because then this this is what happens, and I've like oh, I've no. only talked about this once in stand up before, but it is just funny how how That's... fast your job can come at you because because oh, yeah. when it because oh, yeah. when your job is about something you might have to do, it gets very easy to do that job. You know, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. if you are a bouncer at a bar and everyone is well behaved that night, you didn't have to do much work you had to count all night and that was it yeah you had to count back from like 1990 to present at like a bunch of times you know what i mean from like 2002 to now you had to do a little mm. bit of math by the month and other than that you didn't have to do anything but uh everyone everyone that uh that i know that used to have a job like that it's because something finally happened you know, so like there funny. was a there was a dude uh, in Chicago that I knew for a little bit who was a bouncer until somebody pulled a knife on him. And then he was like, y'all, but I guess <laughs> y'all aren't like worth it. Right. Yeah. No, I totally get yeah. that. But this you, dude to... <laughs> was a security guard behind a desk on the on the top whatever quarter camera. He saw exactly. three dudes <laughs> breaking in and he <laughs> called up his supervisor and was like, hey. They coming in and I quit. I'm not. I'm not here to. I'm not here to be a witness because you already got cameras. So you already got them on tape. So right. then them beating right. my ass and me just having more of a description. What does that do for you though? Tell me what that does because I'm already doing the job of a camera. This is redundant anyway. And then he got, it, it, but yeah. then he got, you know, questioned by the police as if he might have been in on it or something. And he's like, "If I was in on it, why would I alert my supervisor that it was happening? I just didn't want to engage with these individuals. They clearly, they clearly brought enough people to deal with me." Yeah, yeah, because because calling them in while it's actively happening to quit to be the inside man would be would be. Uh, it's that's confusingly suspicious. You would call, yeah. It's like if you were the inside but, man, you would call after. Maybe you'd be right. like, 
hey, it's happening right now, but it's mm. already happened. But then the cops get there and you're like, you just missed them. That would be an inside man right. thing. Yes. It does not feel inside man to me because if I rem- if I remember when I was told the story correctly, it it was like a building that was okay, we have more of these in New York than there were in Louisiana, but in New York there will just the be an general. office building that mm-hmm. is just like the general it's it's you know, it's almost like a hotel. Right. It's like the general mm-hmm. office building has this like security desk person. So it's right. like he doesn't even know what they're there to steal. Yeah. Because he's just like, hey, I'm just at this desk. It's not like yeah. this is a bank or something where you're no, like, yeah, yeah. they want to get to the vault. They're breaking in through the through the place that's close to the vault. That's why they came up mm. on this camera. None mm-hmm. of that. He just was chilling, saw three dudes on a camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> called up his supervisor and was like, hey, That's so amazing. everything I said in my interview, I'm not really about that life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and bounce. No, that's amazing. That the, Honestly, I think that that is now my favorite way anyone could quit a job ever. Is <laughs> it's like, hey, <laughs> they coming. <laughs> Oh no, my work showed up. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, yeah. Uh all of that was off of the the special gene thing which was from our uh our I we titled it uh, Boo Boo versus Boom Boom episode. <laughs> um uh which Randy sent us a message on Patreon. It's another way you can get a hold of us, but just said uh, Boo Boo versus Boom Boom is the most unhinged thing I've ever heard best episode yet. So um, I also put as a poll <laughs> Do people prefer boo boo or boom boom as a term? Uh, Josh, you'll be happy to know boo boo got sixty eight percent of the vote. People people prefer calling it boo boo instead of boom boom, as it should, you know, because boom boom is like. But boo boo, I guess for me, it's just like boo boo sounds too much like you're you're having an uh oh, you're having an oopsie. <laughs> boom boom is I'm just I'm going to do work. Oh. I know what's going to happen. I'm prepared for it. I also hope, I feel like I let the cords rub together and it may have caused some, you may have to do some extra work. I'm sorry about that. You're right. I just caught it. Um, It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, uh, we're having, we're we're both recording in different spaces right now. Where are you? Um, I'm in uh, my apartment. I moved out. Uh, No, I'm joking. (laughs) I was about to say, I'm like, dude. It looks like this you're how, in. This, this is how I would tell you. It looks like you're in the hallway because there's two doors. No, no, no. Well, yeah, because that one's a closet over there, and that's the door to the. This is the. This is a uh, um our guest room. Gotcha. Um, we're 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 moving stuff around. And I'm gonna turn this into my office because uh, I used. To, I'm usually in the basement. Uh-huh. And you know, we did an episode recently about mental health stuff, and uh, me and Jess had a conversation. We realized me spending all day working in a dark, dark basement probably isn't great for the old brain. <laughs> so. Uh, there's windows up here, <laughs> so I've been I've been working up here now. So we're we're kind of rearranging some stuff. Oh man! Did you get worried for a second that I was telling you about a breakup right now? No, no, I didn't. I didn't okay, even think you, you were didn't. telling me about a breakup. I thought you were about to tell me you really were recording in as as poor of a space as I thought you might be recording. Because I as poor of a space. Because when I I say I thought you were in the hallway because I've 
had many a hallway that looked like the back, the back right now in your background. Mm-hmm. The two doors close together screams hallway to me every time. Oh, so you think I'm literally sitting in a hallway yes, right now? Yes, 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 yes. Gotcha. That's why I no, kept no, no. saying that. No, 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 because that's a bedroom double closet oh, over I see. there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this, this is just, this is actually where I, I, I used to record it when we first started the show. Um, um, I'm not sure if that's trivia for anybody, but. It's, fun, it's funny. <laughs> you just reminded me of it mm-hmm. uh, when you said the you know, dark spaces, stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> when I was in when I was in high school, this kid uh, that wasn't even like I don't know we weren't close or anything, but he got into some trouble. I don't even remember what he did, but he got arrested, and mm. he called his mom, made his mom his phone call and everything, and <laughs> apparently she just ripped into him the whole time, like. <laughs> She just like so not and not just like the way any parent would rip into their kid that's been arrested. It was like a whole I'm not coming to get you. Sit your stinky ass in jail. You sitting in jail right now. It was like it was like him just getting roasted by his mom for getting arrested. It was like it was like I want you to take a good hard look at jail because you sitting in jail right now. Jesus, you calling me from jail? Do you know you in jail right now? Jeez. And it was just like, I'm sure it was the scared straight attempt, but it just came yeah. off so funny to me of like, look at you sitting in jail. You probably smell like jail right now. <laughs> she just yeah. kept saying jail to him to drive the point home. If you're going to go that hard at somebody, you need to have more than just the word jail. <laughs> Before it just loses meaning. Yeah, see, you've been headed towards jail for a long time, so I hope you enjoy jail. I hope next, I hope tomorrow they feed you a nice jail breakfast and you get some jail lunch. All right. At a a point, she just starts going jail, 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 jail. I don't know why you calling me. You should be calling one of your friends in jail. Jail. It's like that, mom. That doesn't make any sense. That why would why would I call? I would just talk to them. Like, you should have saved this jail phone call. I don't like jail on my phone. <laughs> Jailing up my phone lines. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, now now when I'm talking. Jailing up my minutes. <laughs> if anything, now when you speak, the receiver is sending jail noises into my house. <laughs> I don't want to have anything area with jail. I don't want to have anything to do with jail. That's why I'm not yeah. coming to the jail. All right, you gonna have to figure gonna... your way out of jail. Yeah, I'm not gonna come down there and catch a case of jail. I'm like, mom, what are you talking about? Mom, I don't Skin's think you abstract. understand how jail works. I don't think you understand how not to stay in jail. <laughs> It really, like, she just kept saying it. She just kept hitting it with jail, jail, jail. Honestly, I, I think that works. Or will it go the other way and subconsciously now oh, he can only think about jail? Yeah. <laughs> now he wants to go to jail. Yeah. She's like, speak up. All I can hear is jail in the background. All I can hear is jail. <laughs> what a weird, tough love. Mom, would you just listen? Don't you jail at me. What? Uh, this one here. Oh, they better keep you in jail talking to me like that. 
that jail out your mouth. Only jail could keep you safe now. <laughs> you want to get smart. That is, that's the real smoke the whole pack approach, but strictly with the word jail. <laughs> yeah, with with the word jail, making him want to hang up the phone. Uh, um, This next email here, this is from Joe, uh, and uh, the title is, You two are creating problems in my relationship. Uh-oh. Jail. <laughs> hey, Logan and Josh. I have really been enjoying the podcast. Thank you for making us all laugh. However, you two are causing problems in my relationship. I was up a little late one night finishing a craft project, listening to the show with my AirPods, and y'all said something that made me lose it. I was crying laughing. I'm talking about lose my breath, tears streaming, doubled over laughing. My partner walks in and is very confused. He says to me, who is making you laugh this hard? <laughs> who's, who's, who's making you laugh this hard? I tell him about the show and he walks away. <laughs> we both work from home sometimes and over the course of the, the next week, I keep having my giggle bouts. He keeps checking in like, <laughs> what, what could these dudes possibly be saying? That is so funny. <laughs> One day, we head to the car because I have to take him to the Amtrak station. He is going to visit family for a few days. Side note, I don't know if this happens with other cars, but when I connect my phone to the Bluetooth and open the Spotify app, it will uh, start playing the last thing I listen to automatically. So we get into the car, and I open the Spotify app. Uh, that, that happens with uh, Jess's car, too. Anytime I plug my phone in, it just starts playing the first thing alphabetical on my phone, which is uh, Aaron Burr, sir, from the Hamilton soundtrack. <laughs> Because it's two A's. <laughs> um, but anyway, we get into the car. I open the Spotify app. The last thing I was listening to was the Candy the Cannibal episode. Specifically, the 21 minute, 27 second mark. That is when I hear Logan's voice say, <laughs> my dick's clean. <laughs> he just looks at me and says, this is your little podcast, right? <laughs> I am laughing, so it takes me a minute to explain what the episode is about. When I do, he goes, okay, that's funny. So I don't know, maybe Logan's dick won him over. Yes! Putting that on my tombstone, Josh. I, I was so happy about this uh, email until the last part. Until the very end, until yeah. the last end, until my dick saved the day. Oh, jeez. Um, Keep up the great work. Sorry about your brain king, Joe. Yeah, what a what a journey. It is funny though, because it's like it ha it it definitely has like a fair energy, you know. It's like oh, absolutely. It's like ha ha ha. Were you giggling with that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Who's making you laugh like that? You never laugh like that with me. <laughs> What's so ha 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 funny in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Tell me, I love to laugh. <laughs> Uh, cause you know I'm a humorist, okay? <laughs> no, no, no! Tantalize me with a quip. Yeah. Oh, this is your little podcast, right? Yeah, this is your little podcast. Oh, these are your men's, right? Okay, mm -hmm. I see how it is. Mm -hmm. I see how it is. Uh, that's really funny. 
Uh, this one, this one's a two-parter in All the right. pictures there I sent. Yes. So we have got a, um, we've got a nice long email from someone that comes to us named Spooky Butato. Okay. Yeah, I was looking through. I don't think they put their name. Now the title of the email is Little Dentistry of Horror. Hello, luscious Josh and gorgeous Lorgan. Gorgeous Lorgan. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? No. <laughs> I I I was trying not to hit a plosive. And so I was trying to back up at the same time. I was thinking about not hitting the plosive while I was also trying to read. It was just too much to think about because I was like, back up, don't hit, don't hit the breathy way to say the word and then say the word. Gorgeous Logan. Because the email, I want the listener to know, the email says gorgeous Logan, but gorgeous Logan. Hello, luscious Josh and gorgeous Logan. I started your show a month ago, and I can't stop listening. I want to know if you guys had any horror stories from the dentist. Mine, <laughs> Mine is from when I was seven. I remember distinctly that I was a bit rowdy and uncooperative in the dentist chair. So the dental assistant thought it would be a brilliant idea to strap me down in a sleeping bag made of what I can only describe as beach bag material. If your dentist has a sleeping bag, they're also a serial killer. That's, yeah, wild if they just have one there. Of course, as any scared kid would, I start crying from being restricted. Rather than console me or bring my mother into the room, they threatened to turn the lights off and leave if I did stop crying. I actually had a dentist do something like this one time, not as drastic, but they were holding right. me down because I was really little and I just did not understand the mm. the whirring sound and stuff in my mouth. And I wasn't even getting dental work. I was just getting a cleaning. Right. And uh, and then the dentist held his hand over my mouth and nose and was Damn. like, I was like, I'll move it. Will you calm down? And I was like very close to passing out and then and then he lifted it and i was like this is weird now because then because then after <laughs> after that he was he was like nice after that he was like oh you know whatever mm -hmm. and and i was just like yeah i don't i don't really i don't roll with you like i don't i don't like right. you at all now yeah you know I mean? but it was just such a it's it's so crazy how uh dennis do they not every dentist, but lots of dentists will have a thing that they do that if anyone just saw it on like a security camera on Twitter, they would like lose their practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, like the, like this this thing of like just having beach bag sleeping bag material to strap a kid down in is insane. You would at least call the parent in the room to be like, you see your kid being crazy, right? And if they bite me again, you gonna fix their teeth right. on your own. You know? I was wondering, like, did they just get like tied down in a tarp? Were you just wrapped in a tarp? Then is that what that means? I have like, no idea. Uh, okay. But also holding holding your face, you know, just your mouth and your nose closed, like that's also a, a great cost cutting way to cut down anesthesia. You know, just really yeah. <laughs> just but really then you just loopy. keep having a kid wake up screaming. <laughs> uh, they threatened to turn the lights off and leave if I didn't stop crying. I did not stop. 
<laughs> so they turned off the lights, left the room, and I tried my best to calm down my whales with nothing but the glow of their computer screens and my inability to move. Eventually, they were able to come in and finish the job. And even though they only took out two of my teeth, they left me with years worth of trauma. What's worse is my mom was able to hear me from the lobby, but was unable to come in the room with me because I was a big girl. The dentist gifts at the end were not worth my solid minute of darkness. Love to hear from you guys about your old stories. And thanks for picking this email. (laughs) Yeah, that is also not worth it when someone when when someone gives you essentially a terrible time. And then they hit you with, well, we have a toothbrush and a lollipop, which is a very confusing message to send to to a child that you want to brush their teeth. I, I think that it's very easy to hate the dentist. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. as a kid who's like, you're telling me that I have to brush every night and every morning, but you're still going to send me to this dungeon master. Yeah. Yeah, because no, no matter the appointment, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's 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 one of the most weirdly vulnerable things you can do, which is lay back and just open up your mouth. <laughs> and even if nothing happens, that feels weird. That is wild that that's how you describe it. <laughs> but I mean, but think about it though. I'm saying just the the most bare minimum thing you have to do to go to the dentist, which is you lay back and you go ah. And that right there, on its own, before they even put a goddamn hand in there, it's already, like, pretty weird. And then, yeah, now there's going to be fingers in your mouth that aren't yours. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to just sit there and, like, not get turned on by it? <laughs> okay. Oh, the call freeze again? Josh, you there? <laughs> just the worst. Yep. Finish that email. There's a whole second half to that email. No, I did. I did finish it. You, you were. I, I didn't real. I was reading, so I didn't realize you were gone. So I don't get to hear the second half of the email. I don't get to react to. The, that's that's how you're running the show now. Is just no, now. No, I could. <laughs> I just didn't know. I read the whole thing, and then I realized you were frozen, and I. So I talked about it already so that did you really yeah because i was like he'll join again any minute and so i just kept talking (laughs) that's why i was ready to move on because i didn't know when you dropped out but i thought maybe you dropped out after i got done oh i thought i thought Coming back in and you saying the it's easy to hit the dentist i thought that was you trying to stitch together i didn't realize you were ending (laughs) That was me trying to stitch together all the talking I did by myself that whole time. <laughs> okay, no, we can be done. That's fine. We'll be done with that one. I can I can I can read it to you real quick. It's it's not long. Okay. Okay. I did not stop. So they turned off the lights, left the room, and I tried my best to calm down my whales with nothing but the glow of their computer screens and my inability to move. Oh, yeah, they're tied in place for this, too. Eventually, they were able to come in and finish the job, and even though they only took out two of my teeth, they left me with years' worth of trauma. What's worse is my mom was able to hear me from the lobby but was unable to come in the room with me because I was a big girl. 
the dentist gifts at the end were not worth my solid minute of darkness. Love to hear from you guys about your own stories. And thanks for picking this email. Not only thanks for picking this email, thanks for reading the second half twice. Uh, that is fucking grim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is up there with like, oh yeah, my dad was a grave digger, and then one day I was playing after school, and you know he picked me up from 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 school and took me to work. So I was at the graveyard and I fell in, and then he threw a little <laughs> dirt on me and. Anyway, wasn't really worth hanging out with my dad yeah. that day. It's like, no, no, no. You, what you've told me is so much worse than any version yeah. of of what what they could have used to make up for it, you know? Yeah, like I I try to not uh, you know, be too judgmental of people or to cast too many aspersions, but I can say confidently, mm-hmm. uh, this dentist is a bad person. <laughs> That's a bad thing to do. I'm not saying it's it's inherently bad to want to become a dentist that works with children. But if you told me there was a dentist out there that works with children because they got bullied as a child and they really trying to give it back to some oversized third graders, I would get it. Would not be shocked at all. Yeah. I would yeah. get it, even if it was a Freudian thing, even if it was like they don't even know that's why they became a dentist, but they're like, you know what? I've always been passionate about <laughs> really terrifying kids named Steve. Yeah. Yeah, little Stevies. Little Stevies, uh, uh, they, I, they make me angry for reasons I don't want to tell you. I, I knew a guy who wanted to become a cop, uh, and he could not have been more transparent and blatant about yeah. why he wanted to become a cop. He was like, I want to become a cop so nobody can mess with me, and if anybody talks shit, I can mm-hmm. fuck them up. And I, and I was just like, everything that you should not say in the psycho vow, he was saying to me, a stranger. <laughs> I was like, Oh, you That's... didn't even know him? No, I did not know this dude. Like, this was, oh. this was at a party years ago and this guy we were all just talking about like because you know i was in i was in chicago and i'm working at the grocery store which is not Mm -hmm. my dream and i'm starting to do comedy which is but it's like we i was just at a party and we all got to talking about like what we wanted to do because some of us had gone to college and some of us hadn't at the party Mm -hmm. and then this one guy not drunk by the way these are not like oh sober thoughts creeping out of drunk words this dude mm-hmm. just blatantly was like, and and it didn't help that he was like, he looked like someone who may have been picked on in his life. So he wasn't like an, a bro. It was like someone okay. who looks like he might have got the bad end of some bullying, in in, right. uh, in all honesty. But mm-hmm. the way that he just stone-faced was like, yeah, no, I want to become a cop so if anybody tries to mess with me, I could like ruin their life. And I, we were all like, oh my gosh. Jesus. <laughs> I've never wanted to hit somebody in the knee with a pipe to make sure they didn't pass the physical. Like that right. that was one of my things where I was like, I I weirdly feel like this this is the type of person who passes a psych eval because they just know they want something bad enough that they know what they're gonna have to do to get it. So they they're know like what they need to avoid saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the fact that he just said it blatantly to a that's... room full of strangers is like that's really crazy. At a party he wasn't invited to. 
He just walked in, and he's like, well, I'm oh, a cop. Dude. I can go into anyone's home. <laughs> Once I'm a cop, I can go to all the parties I want. I can go to every party. <laughs> I show up at any party I want, and they can't kick me out. Whenever the beat drops, I'm going to fire my gun in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a... Uh... That's the energy because we we used to have uh, th- these weren't cops these were the security guards we had at um, in college because there was like a it was apartment complex they weren't quite dorms but they were just cheap apartments that we lived in um, but uh, there was like a security force that was around and they really walked around with, like it was clearly guys who wanted to be cops but couldn't become cops it was like so transparent on that same kind of level. Cause like one like they they'd walk around in like fingerless gloves and shit and like one guy had like some he'd put like some pads on as if he had like riot gear and it's like they were specifically instructed that if there was any sort of actual crime on campus they had to call the police they weren't allowed to intervene so also these guys would walk around looking like they're gonna get into shit and they actually are not allowed to. But their main thing is they'd show up to if there was they would file noise complaints that was the whole thing was just carrying out noise complaints. So they would show up. If you were being noisy, someone called in a noise complaint. They'd come in. They'd take your beer, and they'd go drink your beer. Like, that was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's all they would do. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember one guy coming in and just, and just being like, listen, we can uh, you know, we can do this the easy way. Or we can do this the hard way. And knowing that this guy's not allowed to make an arrest, he's not allowed to touch you, <laughs> he's not allowed to do anything. What's the hard way, bud? Yeah, yeah. What's the hard way? You, I will tell call him. a guy with a gun and he might come. Yeah. And there was one time where a guy, I, I can't remember if I told the story, but a, a drunk guy pushed me, but it just pushed him backwards down the steps and knocked himself out. Um, <laughs> I can't remember if I've told you this story. I'm sure I have. No, I, was I don't think you have. I feel like I would have remembered this. He was. The neighbors were a couple girls who were friends of ours, and this guy was drunk and was like slamming on their door and like was like make let's like threatening her and stuff. So I intervened, and I just got in his way. I'm like, hey man, and he lived in the building. So I'm like, go downstairs, just go back to your apartment, calm down. He goes, fuck you, dude, and he pushes me. But he was like so drunk and like half my size that all he did was bounce off of me and then fell down the steps and hit every head, hit his head on every step on the way down. <sighs> And was immediately knocked out, started snoring because he had knocked himself out cold. And so, you know, go down there. I'm like, hey, buddy. (laughs) And then then someone's just like, did you push him? I'm like, no, my hands were down. He pushed me, but fell. Uh, But So we had to call security. And of course, they're, well, actually, we didn't even call security. We just called 911 because we're just like, he's unconscious and he's drunk. He may need, like, help, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was so fun watching the cops show up and then the security showed up and like they wanted to get statements. And it was so fun watching the cops in front of us, like being so rude to our security guards where they're kind of just like, get the fuck out of the way. You're not a cop. (laughs) It was was just a, a squad of guys who wanted to be intimidating so badly and everything that ever happened around them (laughs) took that away from them. So help me out then. Yeah. Are they your age? Are they also students? Or are a they... couple, a couple of them are like probably twenty something. But there was a couple of like older guys. Like it was a gotcha. security job. Got oh, but, I see, I see. But it was also this complex. It wasn't a like I said. It wasn't dorms because it was for the community college I went to. So they're like they're sponsored like by the college, but they're not technically because there were people who lived in those 
uh, apartments that weren't students. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you got a better rate if you were or something like that. But I had a friend who, did I tell you about that? A buddy of mine lived in a building and he had a roommate who was like a guy in his mid-40s who refused to ever sleep in his room and would just sleep on the floor of their living room. And then about every other night would just piss himself. I feel like <laughs> maybe the, the listeners can call it out, but I feel like you've never told me about this ever. I've maybe never told you this. I think I've told you personally about the the guy pushing me and falling down the steps. I feel like I feel like it's a story I would have told you. The but way not on the that you told okay, but the way that you told that story just now is not in a frame I've ever heard it before. Because okay. if anything. I think the time you did tell me, I misunderstood because I thought <laughs> I when you told me that story initially, mm-hmm. I thought the guy pushed you, which which made you bump into the fake officer, which made the fake officer knock himself out. No, it's only now that I realize that this guy went to push you was not big enough to push you. So he bounced. So then he yeah. fell down the stairs. He fell on stairs. Yeah. And then as he was getting put in the stretcher, he woke up and then started swinging on the cops and the EMTs and trying to bite them. And then just kept screaming at his girlfriend, saying, you did this to me, you bitch, you fucking bitch. And then she was sitting there crying on the steps going, but I love him so much. It was oh, just like, my God. holy shit. It's, it's rare that you see Jerry Springer not on Jerry Springer. You know, Non, yeah, just right there, and like, you know, everyone's like, nineteen. It's also you know crazy. What I mean? Yeah, it's like, I've, 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 uh, very little understanding for that that dynamic, but it's a very popular one. It's a, it's a, it's a nice toxic dynamic of like, but, mm-hmm. but I love him, and then, and then he's like, They've, currently getting arrested. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about those two energies that feed off of each other. Yeah. And then if you have to say, I'll I'll go out on a limb and say this. If you have to say, but I love whoever, they might not be good for you. Because whatever you just said is probably bad. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, It's never like, it's never like she's really sweet to me and, and she understands me and she takes care of me, but I love her. That's not how it goes. The word but, the word is the operative word there. It means you have to negate what was just said. It's usually, she punched my mama, but I love her. (laughs) Yeah. Do you see how, do you see how it's not worth it? Yeah. And then we had to drive the girlfriend to the hospital. I didn't have to, but I was the only sober one, like, in the building. So I took her there, and then they released the dude because he was just drunk and he had I think they had I think he cracked his head open but they just stitched up and like I think they were just like get out of here or whatever. We wanted them to keep him we're like can he stay here and they're like no get him out of here. And then he walks out does not remember anything that happens cuz he just goes he goes Logan, did you push me on the steps dude? And I was like no, you pushed me and you fell and he's like ah it's crazy. And then they were just all over each other again. I'm like this sucks just from a humanity perspective. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is the energy that makes a kid that sucks. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. They are going to have a terrible child. I hope I think they broke up. I hope they broke up. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's been it's been over it's been like 
15 years now, so who knows? I have rooted for hate before in my life. I've, I've rooted... <laughs> I've rooted for a breakup because I'm like, I think that both of y'all would be so much better hating each other and being good people as as other people than you are right. together. Yeah, I think so. There's nothing like watching people consistently fight and the fight is not necessary. Like it would be different if it was a fight where you could even pick a side. But sometimes you're in one of those fights and, and you're like you're in it as a bystander, I mean. And you're mm-hmm. like, neither one of you is, like, right. Like, in the case that you're telling me, it sounds like she just doesn't know how to let him go. Like, it doesn't sound like she was doing anything yeah. at all. But yeah. but I'm just saying, like, I've watched toxicity. And it's like, you don't even know where the root is to, to be like, oh, this person needs to fix this thing and then y'all will be good. It's actually, like, no... Nah, Y'all both suck pretty bad. Yeah. Well, and I think they did break up after he moved out of the building because that was the other thing. It was a proximity thing. He lived downstairs. You know what I mean? So it's like you could just, you know, how do you, it's, it's easy to, it's easy to be stuck with someone that you like can't actually kick out. You know what I mean? Because their apartment's downstairs. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's part of it. Anyway. Why do we get on that big tangent? Oh. Oh, cops. just because the the cop yep, thing. No, yeah. it was it was yeah, I was, I was trying to I was just trying to retrace our steps how we got there. Um but we do before we wrap up. We do need to cuz this has been a dangling thread that we really need to cover cuz we had a lot of responses to how we think the great swickle caper went down. Mm-hmm. Okay. We absolutely need to cover that one. Okay. Um, so, uh, cause I put both the option to tell us how you think it went down. I also just put a poll of the suspects of, of who people think are mm-hmm. uh, responsible. So to recap our suspects, cause it was, it was this wonderful meal was stolen from, from one of the grocery stores you worked at. <laughs> Which I believe in the episode you said not the good one. Yeah, not the good one. No, this was this was bad. Um. So first we have Cher. She was the manager, right? Mm-hmm. And had a vendetta against the the guy, right? Isn't that how it worked out? Yeah, yeah. She she hated. Yes. Depending on, I had made those names up on the spot as well, so I'm trying to remember who I changed the name to, yeah. but. <laughs> Yes, Cher hated somebody. There was also someone who was a bit of a a bit of a screw up, right? But but the friend of the was person. that Elton? I believe that was Elton. Because I, I so the person I believe that was perpetrated against was Darren. Because we have Cher, Elton, Freddie, Darren. Mm-hmm. We should have re-listened to this episode. Yeah, well, because uh, yeah, because. I made up those names in the in the moment because I think you had said Freddie something Mercury. So I was like, okay, we're going to go Freddie. We're going to go Cher. We're going to go Elton. I don't remember. But I believe because Freddie was – Freddie's the one who'd be snacking. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Elton is Darren's friend. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, so the options we have are Cher, Elton, Freddie. I put Darren down as an option just in case he you know mm-hmm. stole his own lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, or several perpetrators. 
who do you think got the highest votes? I think Freddie. Cause oh, come I, on, of course it's my man Freddie. <laughs> he be snacking too much. <laughs> and I know that like sometimes the way that I tell the thing doesn't always make it feel like as much of a mystery as it actually is. But <laughs> but in the case that it wasn't Freddie, it felt like there were some very reasonable suspects. Yes, Cher got 25% of the vote. So Cher was in second mm-hmm. uh, because it, she seemed to have the vendetta. Um, Elton only got uh, 2.5% of the vote. So so El- people, uh, actually, um, it goes Freddie, Cher, several perpetrators, because we, we mentioned a few team-ups mm-hmm. potentially too. Mm-hmm. Um, then Darren, then Elton. Uh, but yeah, I mean... Of course, of course, everyone gonna vote for Freddie. Of course, <laughs> it makes so much sense when you have the reputation for being the guy who's constantly eating at work. Yeah, um, I did also give the option that you can tell us how you think it went down. So let me go through some of these options people sent in because the question was posed as how slash why do you think the lunch theft went down? Um, there's some judgmental ones in here too. Okay. <laughs> A couple people just put hunger. They were hungry, which like, you know, a little joke. Someone just put poor people, which I'm like, rude. <laughs> Damn. Not that far from the truth, though. Like, like honestly. Right, but it feels... Broke behavior. <laughs> Life decisions. Uh, Someone named Foxloaf. 10 out of 10, <laughs> 10 name, by the way. 10 out of 10 name. Uh, Freddie saw it, but didn't eat it on the spot. He shoveled it all into a separate container, hence the small mess, and then ate it in his drawer through the rest of his shift. Yeah, that that, but that checks out, because remember that I mentioned- That does check out. I There's mentioned some stuff that on the ground. He, he, was, he was very, very sneaky with like, hey, <laughs> like- the general, like, are you eating out of the register? Yeah. But I like this, that he did it, but also saying, like, it wasn't here. He moved he he moved the evidence to a second location mm-hmm. and finished it off there. Mm-hmm. Um, Freddie got caught snacking. This is from uh, Angelina. Freddie got caught snacking. He paid off share with his snack money. Now broke, he ate the pot roast. Josh was in the break room when it happened, but doesn't know since he doesn't rely on sight. So that's just, they worked in there just to take a shot at you yeah. at the very end yeah. there. Great, great. MSDDSUE says, just says, because Cher secretly loves Darren, which is interesting. It's kind of it's kind of like a pulling pigtails at recess wow, kind of thing. Wow. Okay. All right. So that's something there. Mm-hmm. Um, She's Eric doing says some Helga on some Hey Hey Arnold type stuff. That, absolutely. That's that's classic Helga behavior. Let me go ahead and eat what was going to be in your mouth, so it's like we're making out. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> Eric says it's all a cover-up. Cher had the most to lose and therefore had the most potential for a well-planned cover-up of her thieving lifestyle. <laughs> lifestyle. <got> thieving lifestyle. <laughs> she got everybody fooled. 
lifestyle is such a funny word. <laughs> her thieving lifestyle. <laughs> Marta. <laughs> Marta says someone wanted Freddie fired, so they framed him. Poor Freddie. He should be the one that makes the samples. One for him, one for the customer. Look. Look, if we if we should we should start a series of uh of uh snacky freddies, you know? And it'll what? just it'll just be mixing up different snack foods to see what the good combinations are cuz that feels like something that Freddie would do. <laughs> and you want to call them Snacky Freddy's? Snacky Freddy's. You know what would be crazy is if we what? had guests on and then we just buried the real Freddy <laughs> in the episodes. Like at some point we have the guy who is the Freddy Ooh. from the story on, but no one will know. It'll just be like, yeah, my friend, this guy, you know. Oh, I love that. that I love that. People that sneaking in people that we've used pseudonyms for. <laughs> It'd be I so do funny. Love that. I love that very much. Uh, this is from a user named Little Sailboat, another great name. Freddie already ate his lunch before lunch and needed a new lunch. And so when he saw the buttered bread, he got way too excited and gulped it down while still standing in the refrigerator. Like, gulped is is harsh. That's a harsh visual if, for if just, you, he just drinking pot roast. If you can gulp bread, you have a problem. <laughs> and I don't mind saying it. I'll say what needs to be said. All right. If you gulping bread, you're not healthy. Gulp, out here gulping bread, you got, you need to make some life changes. That gulping lifestyle. <laughs> Ken Kendrick says, I definitely agree that it was Freddie and that Cher just didn't check the cameras. Cher didn't seem too keen on following through with Darren. Yeah, she didn't want to solve it. That, I, that's kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I think she just, no one knows Freddie did it because Cher hated Darren so much. That ambiguous lifestyle. That ambiguous lifestyle. Uh, <laughs> Lisa says, Freddie ate the lunch, no doubt. <laughs> Cher was never going to check that camera, even if it did work. She was bitter, and she gave Darren a 50 instead of a 20, and he continued to annoy her. Oh, so, okay, so now she's kind of being like, listen, Darren created this by not being grateful for the 50. Yeah, maybe so. If somebody already hates you, and then they give you money to make you go away, and you don't go away. Mm. Yeah. Which then someone says here too. Kayla says, I think Darren saw an opportunity and took it. Once he got the $50, he wanted to see what else he could swindle out of Cher. So this is an inside job of getting rid of the lunch to back Cher into a corner. There's also that. These are all possible. These are all possible. I like this one from Taishin says, I've been the work snacker before. Trust me, Freddie did that. Listen, I've been the Freddy. <laughs> Freddy did it. But my favorite accusation here, though, um, is one of our suspects that was not in the poll. D just says, Josh ate the lunch. D, you don't know what you're talking about. This is not about me, and I did not eat the lunch. He says on the show named about him. I this didn't. About me. I didn't touch it. 
okay? Ooh, this okay. has nothing Ooh. to do Ooh, with me. Getting weirdly angry about a thing you did. I'm not do. angry. I'm not angry. That hungry I'm lifestyle. just saying, no, no, <laughs> don't you lifestyle me. I'm telling you, it wasn't me. But I would like to we. play the like the credits on this entire movie, and then have everyone in the distance like getting along and walking off into the sunset, and then it just mm. comes up in text like uh, each of the employees was terminated at a later date <laughs> <laughs> due to poor work performance. <laughs> it's like. It's like at the end of like Stand By Me or The Sandlot where they're like, oh, this person went on to whatever. This person, you know, they died in the Vietnam War. But it's every single one of them is just like, Freddie later was fired. Darren later was fired. <laughs> just, it does all individual epilogues for uh, them. Cher was arrested but... for falsifying accounts. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, thank you to everybody who sent in an email, who responded to our, our polls and questionnaires on Spotify. Uh, that was fun to go through all that stuff. Uh, again, if you want to get into our mailbag, Show at gmail.com. Always look out on the... Uh, if you use Spotify, always look out for if we have the the polls or the Q&As. Um, uh, and you can leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts and that kind of stuff. I think we can we can wrap up there, don't you think? Yeah, thanks so much for listening to The Josh Johnson Show. We had a great time recording. I hope you had a great time listening. If you are looking to catch up with us on any of the socials, you can find me at Josh Johnson Comedy on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. We're going to be posting full clips and short videos of the show. And if you're looking for Logan... You can follow me on Instagram at Logan M. Nielsen. And if you want to see us live, uh, the next chance after this is uh, the Arlington Draft House in Arlington, Virginia. We are going to be there for three nights... Five shows total. That's November 30th through December 2nd. We will have the ticket links in the show notes. Goodbye. Have a great weekend. <laughs>